Good morning. So I'm going to clear up right off the bat why I'm wearing jeans. It is my conviction that this place and those doors are for everybody. And because I'm wearing jeans this morning doesn't mean that I disrespect God and our Savior, but I respect him so much that I think as Christians we need to be in the mainstream and in the flow so nobody walks through that door and doesn't feel comfortable. So if anybody wondered, now you know my reason. If you disagree with me, I'd be happy to have a conversation. So, happy new year. Happy renew year. Can you say that? Happy renew year. Now say it to somebody. Happy renew year. So most of the time this time of year, we think about resolutions, don't we? Maybe you're a resolution person. I'm not a resolution person, obviously. How many of you in here are resolution people? Go, Margaret. <laughs> did you raise your hand? My sister did, too. Go, Roxanne. Okay, now, here's the Debbie Downer about resolutions. 80% of people fail at them. Now you know I don't even do it. So I read a really interesting article put out by NBC, and they were talking about um, therapists having all these ideas on how to help you become more successful. 80% failure rate is pretty high, right? So we need to do something about this to help shore each other up when we're trying to make change. And when they interviewed the 20 therapists, the idea that was most prevalent was that you need a resolution buddy. We hear oftentimes in scripture, and we hear oftentimes from Pastor Dave, that we are built for community, right? It's part of our DNA. So a resolution buddy makes sense. But I'm not going to ask you to make a resolution. What I'm going to ask you is to tip that a little bit around, and I want you to find a renew buddy. And Pastor Dave was talking to us about core groups are getting ready to start, that's a great place to find a renew buddy. So obviously I'm going to talk about renewal, and I'm going to talk about transformation, and I'm going to talk about recycling of ourselves. Renewing is a verb. Anytime you see a verb, it requires what? You guys are on it. So let's name some things that we're used to renewing. Can anybody shout out something you renew? Library card. What was that? Driver's license. What? Memberships, like to a gym or something. Costco, Amazon Prime. Right? Marriage vows. Right? It can be some really important things, and then it can be Amazon. Well, that's an important thing, right? That's an important thing. But renewing, we need to be thinking about the other terms, the other actions that we can possibly challenge ourselves with instead of resolution renewal. We worship the God who is the authority on renewal. Other terms are to reestablish, to reaffirm, to restate. Maybe it's just to confirm. Maybe you're on that path, but you need to get more serious or really let it soak into you. 
Or maybe it's something that you need to reestablish and you need to reconcile. What if we decided that 2020 was our year to take wherever we are right now, this self, this Karen, this version of Karen. From here, I've been renewed partially, right? But the super exciting thing, I have no idea what God has in store for me yet. There is possibility for more renewal and more renewal, but it takes my participation to go in that direction. What if we gave that baby in the manger that we just celebrated, who turned into that man on the cross, what if we gave him all of our past, all of our stories, all of our pains and our shortcomings, and what if we just gave him our future? There's a lot of joy and success in life that we could give to him as well. And part of that is that worship. Could we allow him, really allow him, to get in there inside of us and to transform us into something that could be completely different and even more useful for the kingdom? Some of us might be sitting in our seats and going, well, how can that guy do that? How can that baby in the manger that we just celebrated take my life and change it? Who gave him the authority and the power? (laughs) It's good stuff. I can't wait to tell you who gave it to him. But let's look at how critical power is. Picture a huge storm, power's out. You go for your flashlight, no batteries. (laughs) Power was a little bit necessary, wasn't it? It's useless without those batteries. What about a hydroelectric dam producing electricity on a dry river? No power. But this Jesus has the power to renew and recycle your life. Can I lead you in scripture to show you why I believe in his power and his supremacy? Can I lead you to the ultimate and absolutely critical for us power source? We'll find that proof in God's word. That's a power source in itself, isn't it? Can you imagine a book written with so much love and care? We can't even picture this. It's so abundant. Our answers about losing our old self and powering up to renew in Jesus come from Colossians. If you want to earmark your Bible or get out your device, we're going to be reading first Colossians 1, 15 to 20, and then we're going to skip ahead to chapter 3, and we're going to go through 1 through 17. What do we know about Colossians? Colossians was written by the Apostle Paul. And the book of Colossians has two main theological focal points. The first one is the person and the work of Jesus, this powerful source we're talking about. And that will answer the question, why does he have the power to renew me? 
And then the second theological point in here is the believer's new life in Christ. (laughs) That's where that verb comes into play, right? That means that we're being called to the action. Now these two points, the person and work of Jesus and the believer's new life in Christ get tied together and connected and they come alive in the proclamation of the gospel. The proclamation of the gospel. If we don't ever um, proclaim our belief in Jesus, the gospel would die. So there's action that we're being called to. When you think about the writer of this book, the Apostle Paul, isn't he like the poster child of renewal? If you remember, he was Saul, persecuting Christians. And God could take him and renew him, and he breathed into him, even caused him to be blind. He suffered before he surrendered. Oh, that sounds familiar. I don't know about you, but sometimes in my life, like I feel like God's there and I've got it together. <laughs> and then he humbles me. And he throws me down on that road and he causes me to be blind just to get my attention so he can renew me in a bigger way. Why does Jesus have the power and the authority to renew us? Let's read. The Son is the in, of the invisible God, is the image of the invisible God. Can you put that slide back up for me, please, Chris? The firstborn over all creation, for in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or power or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Wait a minute. He's got it. No matter what you're going through right now, he's got it. He's holding it together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have what? Supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself what? Does that include you? Yes. All things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Did you hear his power and supremacy in creation in verses 15 to 17? It's there. If you don't see it, reread it. You'll see it. Did you hear his power and supremacy in redemption? Verses 18 through 20. These are the words of Paul. He's experienced a powerful transformation. He will declare the Lord's supremacy. He has felt it and tasted it firsthand. How many of us have felt it and tasted it at some point in our life? If it's been a while, cry out to God and ask him to renew you And to give you a fresh filling of his supremacy and his power so that you can be the witness to others. Not just the New Testament shows the authority and supremacy of God. But if you look clear back in Isaiah chapter 40 
verse 11, it says, I, I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. There's the power. There's the batteries. There's the river. Do you want renewal this year? There's no other way through that direct source, and that source is Jesus. Now let's read Colossians. We're going to go 1 through 10 in chapter 3, and we're going to stay open because we're going to come back and we're going to finish up 12 through 17. We know that we need to empty of ourselves, and we know that we need to take that action step towards renewal. Chapter 3, verse 1. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, and set your minds on the things above, not on earthly things, for you died, and your life is now hidden in Christ, in God. When Christ, who was your life, or who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. There's some good news. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is adultery. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived. I used to walk in those ways in a life I once lived. But listen, but now you must also rid yourselves of such things as these, anger and rage and malice and slander and filthy language from your lips, and do not lie to each other, since you have taken off that old self and its practices, and you have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Where do we need renewal? Where is it inside of you that you need the Lord to wash you clean? What weakness or habit, or maybe it's pride, maybe it's negative thoughts about yourself. What do you need to empty? What do you need Jesus to renew and recycle within you? Where do you want to be renewed in knowledge in the image of your creator? We need to take that old way of thinking and we need to rethink it with Jesus in mind. Every time those thoughts hit our head, every time that habit comes up, that temptation comes up, what if we rethought it right in that split second with Jesus? We're warned to not be prideful, aren't we? To think we have it together. Well, I don't really do any of those things. I, I'm, I'm good. There's pride. And can I tell you that even if it's little stuff you're working on, rethink it with Jesus in mind because the small gradual sins are even more dangerous than the big stuff. Don't point fingers at other people with the big stuff because we're sitting here working on our own gradual. Praise God we've been released from a lot of things, right? But the gradual sins are dangerous. I heard a metaphor that just, I was sitting there preparing for this and it just blew my mind when I got this visual picture. I know, I'm an insect person. I talked about 
stuff last time I preached, but here we go again. White ants. They're tiny. They're flesh eaters. Do you know that a white ant can clean a carcass faster than a lion can? I started thinking about my gradual sin as a white ant. Uh-oh. That caught my attention. White ants will clean a carcass faster than a lion. It doesn't have to be a lion. <laughs> Great if you don't have a lion, but you may have the white ants. Get out the pesticide. Handle it. Surrender it. Beg for that renewal. But be warned, because when we empty ourselves, the world is so ready to fill us back up. We need to make sure we're looking in the right answer book. We need to make sure that we are calling out and begging for the true power and the true authority to fill those places and not let the world do its work. Colossians 2, 8 and 10 says, See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition. There's a key. And the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, listen to this, you have been brought to fullness. You have been renewed. He is the head over every power and authority. So when we empty ourselves, who are we to be grounded in? That's right. Can I show you a metaphorical example? I like metaphors, don't I? Of how Jesus can take us as we are in the present form as I stand here today. I want renewal. And can I tell you that the pressures of life that you've lived through, your times of suffering, your story, your sin, your joy, your success, whatever it is you're sitting there with right now, can be renewed and recycled. Can I tell you that Jesus is just waiting for you to take that action step in order to turn you into something that's different, it doesn't mean it's not you, and it wasn't you. Here I am. Here I'll be. But hopefully I am something so changed that the Karen way off the stage back there, people don't even recognize who I am here now. I want to be used and I want to be renewed every day so that my renewal is changing me into something different. Yes, it's the same girl. And yes, I've learned from all that. And yes, I can sympathize with people and hopefully, praise God someday, make me an even better witness. But it's still that same person. So don't think you have to surrender who you were. Let's see, how do I say that? You know what I'm trying to tell you. It's like, you're still going to be you. Your stories are still going to be your stories. But God uses that stuff. It's not like we forget everything. We forgive that girl and we move on, but we've got to get busy. 
Watch how even man can transform plastic. Here's my metaphor for you. Watch what happens to this two-liter bottle, and it turns into something completely different, but it's super useful, but maybe it wasn't recognizable in its original form. Go ahead. Cool, right? Two-liter bottle is a two-liter bottle. We recognize that. How many of us wear polar fleece? That two-liter bottle is still in there, but it's been changed. First, it was emptied, wasn't it? You don't usually recycle full two-liter of Coke. At least it doesn't happen in my house. It was emptied. It was washed. They go through a process where they remove the label. It's heated up. It's stressed. It's stretched. It was spun. Been spun out? It was renewed. It was woven into something completely useful and different. Life deals us some really tough moments, doesn't it? Anybody in here going through a tough moment? <laughs> Where you're feeling that heat and you're feeling that stretch. And you need that washing. You need your label removed. You need to be renewed. You need to know that you can be something completely useful and different for the kingdom of God. Sometimes we get stuck because things have strongholds on us. How do we flip the switch in those moments? The word of God can release you through his spirit. Do you believe that? Prayer can release you. So call on the powerful name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. The kids and I were talking last week in Sunday school. Was it last week or did we have breakfast last week? The last time we met. The holidays just blew my mind on dates. But those little kids, your little kids in the elementary class, when we were talking about Jesus as the wonderful counselor, Almighty God, I was telling Pastor Dave that listening to those little kids is so energizing and precious. Because when I said Almighty Counselor, and we were breaking up these names and titles, I said, what is a counselor? And I let them answer. Well, somebody that helps you. Right. 
Now, how do you get help from a counselor? Do you go swimming with them? Do you roller skate with them? Do you play baseball with them? How do you get the help? And they said, you have to talk to them. Exactly. Your almighty counselor can breathe into you, but only if you talk to him. That's what we call prayer. Call on the name of Jesus. Another way to get that support for your renewal is to be in community. Get that renewal, buddy. Here's a tough one. Live authentically in the light. You can't fix what you're not willing to face. What's that? Did you guys just hear that? Is that an NNU thing? Cool. Be willing to feel the hurt with each other and snap together, I guess. Here's a community happening. Sometimes hurting with each other is hard and it's messy and it takes time and it takes energy and I'm already spun out so I don't have time to deal with your stuff. Now, if one person's trying to take on everybody's stuff, I get it. But that's our responsibility. We're renewing not just for ourselves, but if we're renewing truly to be more instrumental in the kingdom of God, we need to be ready to be that community. Amen? So what's holding you? What is it that you want to release to God to have him renew in 2020? Does it have a stronghold on you? God's work can take any of the falsehoods that you believe and help you rethink it in Jesus. I'm going to throw out a few lies that we tell ourselves that keep us from being renewed, that keep us from being as dynamic as we can be in the kingdom. This room is full of people who are dynamic and can be dynamic in the kingdom. Are we our best selves sitting here right now going into 2020? If we're not, maybe these are some of the things that go through your head that are keeping you from being that. Here's one. But I can't seem to overcome it. It is a stronghold. Can I tell you, 2 Corinthians 10.4, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy our strongholds. There's your tool. He'll take your strongholds. But I'm just too tired of trying. Don't grow complacent. And don't grow weary. 2 Corinthians 4, 16, 17. So we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away. Let me tell you something. I'm going to go back and read this, but I want to tell you something. When I was preparing this, this hit me big time. Because a lot of you know right now I am a caregiver for my mom who's suffering and dying in terminal towards the end of an ALS battle. Listen to this in the light of whatever you're sitting with. Listen to this in your struggles, in your strongholds, in your illness, in your loss, in your sorrow, and in your joys. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. 
For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Do you get that? What you're sitting in right now might feel like really big stuff. What your friend is going through might be really big stuff. What my mom is going through is really big stuff, but it is transient. Praise God. So I'm going to keep my mind and my hope in the things that are unseen, that are big, that would blow my mind. That's exciting. That's why we need to renew. Because this excitement that this girl holds is my sanity and taking care of my mom. There are other people out there that are taking care of their moms that don't have that. That is heartbreaking. That is why I want to be renewed. Because I want to be able to tell them. I want to tell them who that girl was and I want to tell them where that girl's going. And that I know that if I stay connected to the genuine power source... He'll get me there. Wherever it is, he wants me. I don't know. What if you say, I've tried before, and before, and before, and I'm sick of failing, so I'm just not even going to try anymore? Let's go back to the Old Testament. Isaiah 40, 28, 31 says, Have you not known, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Can't find it. Can't Google it. Can't Wikipedia it. It's unsearchable. He's powerful. He gives you the power if you're feeling faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youth shall faint and be weary. You know what that said to me? Even the people that we expect to have it all together aren't going to have it all together without God. The young men shall fall exhausted. What? But they who wait on the Lord shall renew what? Their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles and they shall run and not be weary They shall walk and not faint. I want that strength in my soul. I want to be able to walk and not get weary. Sure, my physical body might get weary, but we're talking about a spiritual power through Jesus. We're talking the batteries. We're talking the river of life flowing through me to energize me, to help me to outflow to other people. I'd like to renew, but I'm kind of afraid. This thing has been a part of my life for a long time. If I let go of it, I don't really know what my life is going to be like. I'm kind of afraid. 2 Timothy 1.7, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. He gives the power of renewal. Let's finish up where we left off in Colossians 3. We're going to go 12 through 17. Let's take a look 
now that we know that we need to empty and we need to leave that two-liter bottle, who are we now? It says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. That's a tall order. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Here's the binder again. Here's the weaving. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach, there's the outflow, and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing, thank you guys, to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of Jesus, the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And all you do, rethink it through Jesus. And all you do, give it to Jesus. Happy Renew Year. Now let's look at that scripture. There's action again. Renew is a verb. This is full. Full of things that we need to look at ourselves with. The verbs, are we doing them? Here's our checklist. It says, clothe yourself in... Is it still up? It's not up anymore. Clothe yourself yourself in compassion and kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. How are we clothing ourselves? Are we clothing ourselves with a two-liter bottle? Are we clothing ourselves in that beautifully woven new polar fleece? We're supposed to bear with each other, and I don't mean bear, right? There are more meanings to the word. Forgive, to put on love, to have peace, to be thankful. We're supposed to have the message dwelling in us. That's a big one. Start renewing yourself so you find your message. Sing to God and then do it all in the name of Jesus. We're supposed to be filled with Jesus. Rethink things with Jesus in mind. Because his spirit lives in you. Doesn't that blow your mind? We know that we are spiritual in a physical body. And we're called to have a temple, right? Because we know that the spirit lives in us. And you think about, in the Old Testament, the care that they put into building the temples and the places of worship. Are we renewing ourselves? Are we treating ourselves with the potential that Christ sees in us? Are we building ourselves, constantly renewing ourselves for a better place for the Lord God to reside? Romans 8, 11, And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. He lives in you. I can't say that enough times. There's your power. Ephesians 4, 24, to put off your old self, that two-liter bottle, 
which belonged to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your mind and to put on that new self-created after the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. God has a plan for you in 2020. Do you believe that? God always is there, right there, waiting for us to ask him for help to be the best version of ourselves for his kingdom work. We have a world that is suffering. We have people who are going through disease. We have people that have lost jobs. We have homelessness. We have people that are fleeing from all over the world to come to a free country so that they can worship God. We are a privileged people and we forget sometimes that our privilege should put us in an even better spot to be free, to power up and to get the word in our hearts and to worship and to be ready to outflow. The Bible even tells us that God plans for us. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. And I will restore, renew your fortunes, and gather you from all nations. Psalms 40, verse 5. Many, Lord my God, are the wonders you have done, the things you planned for us. None can compare with you. Were I were to, if I were to speak and tell of all your deeds, there would be too many to declare. He doesn't run out of resource. He's able to do so many that you can't even talk about them all. I can say that for my own self in my life, that he has had to work on me and be patient with me over and over and over and over and over. But he doesn't say, Karen, you've run out of your allotment. Sorry, Brent, Karen took it all. It's not the way it is. He's always seeking you, and he's always planning for you. He's the God of your storms. He's the God of your rainbows. He will take your two-liter bottle and he will mold you into something useful, wonderful, something hardly recognizable as your old self is left behind and washed clean. And it might take some heat and it might take some stretch, but your former is there and you can leave and step into 2020 as something created, renewed for work in the kingdom. Let's pray. Father God, I just want to praise you for your power and the fact that you have such an abundant love and grace for us, Lord, that you constantly are seeking us to pour that power into us, Lord, and not for just our own good, Lord, but for the good of others. Father God, I just want to be renewed over and over and over. Show us today as your people, Lord, the gradual sins. Our white ants, Lord, show us, expose these things to us so that we can rid ourselves, Lord, and fill that space with you. Help us find our renewal buddies, Lord, as we go into core group season or trusted friend, Lord, somebody that we can live 
transparently with in the light, in your light. When the lies of the world hit our heads and keep us from the path of renewal in you, Lord, we just ask that you break our strongholds. You tell us scripturally, Lord, that you will do such a thing, and I believe you. Whatever thoughts, heartaches, things that our people this morning are suffering from, Lord, I just ask that you be there and to grant your peace and your power, Lord, and help us to rethink these things with your face right in ours. Show us your power, Lord. Help us to be a people like you've never used us before, Lord, that we're just willing to open ourselves. When Paul wrote these words in Colossians, Lord, he was addressing the heresy there because there was a people. They claimed to be Christians, Father, but they did not give you their rightful, your rightful place. And Lord, as I was reading that, I confess that there are times I am not giving you your rightful place. You are so good and so holy that I don't even know if my heart and my mind and my soul can even capture the power of that. Take those white ants, Lord, where I'm not putting you in your rightful place, Lord, and mold me and forgive me. Allow 2020 to be a year of renewal for us, Lord, all of us here, my brothers and my sisters, Lord, all believers. The world needs us to show them the truth and to provide them with your love and your grace and your freedom and that path to it, Lord Jesus. You're our batteries. You're our river. Without you, we are just empty. Help us to connect to you so we can outflow to the world. Outflow to each other, Father. Lord, if there's anybody in this room that doesn't know you, I would just ask that you turn hearts. I know for myself, Lord, if I didn't have the sanity in you and the peace in you, I would have crumbled a long time ago. But because of your steadfastness and your ability to break my strongholds, Lord, you are still there calling to me. Help us to be brave enough to open up and just to call you in and ask you, who are you? Show me your authority and your supremacy. Show me why I should trust you. And if we're sitting here feeling like we've known you for a long time, Lord, but we have grown complacent, awaken something new in us, a sense of responsibility to others around us, Lord. Let us be that renewal buddy for somebody. We may not have those big sins, Lord, but if we have that gradual sin, work on our hearts, clean us up, make us into our best person we can be for use in your kingdom, Lord. There are a lot of needy people with broken hearts and no answers, Lord. Use us. Use our renewal for your glory. We thank you for the possibilities of a new year. And Lord, when we are in you, we are eternal already. But we've got to get busy. 
flow your power to us that we can further your kingdom. In Christ's name we pray, amen.